Welcome to Missionary Talks, where we talk with missionaries and learn about their lives and work. Today on Missionary Talks, I'm talking with John Corley. He's a missionary going to the Philippines. Uh, John, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your family? Well, my name is John Corley. I'm married to a beautiful wife, Dee Dee, and um, I have a daughter, two daughters at home, uh, Ashley, who's 20, and uh, Isabella, who's 13. have a son who's a missionary to Nigeria on deputation, uh, Justin, and he, he and his wife, Kelly, are, are uh, preparing to go over to Nigeria, Africa. Now, you've got a son going to Africa as a missionary, but you're just now preparing to go to the Philippines. Can you tell us a little bit about how the Lord led you to the Philippines? Yes, uh, it, it started with a, uh, a mission trip for seven days. Uh, and honestly, when I left after that seven days, uh, being in the Philippines, uh, I really had no intention of going back. I went, went over with a friend of mine who's in evangelism. Through the year, my, my heart softened a little bit toward going back, and uh, he invited me to go again, and so I did and stayed 10 days. And, and I think it was then that the Lord really began to, to deal with my heart about, about going uh, as a missionary. Uh, maybe I didn't know that at the time, but I, but, but I was kind of warming up to the, to the people, and they, they had a place in my heart. Uh, the next year, I went back for, it uh, seemed like it was three weeks, and uh, I, I knew definitely after that, that that this was something I needed to, to really look at and pray about. And so I did, came back and talked with my pastor. And he and I agreed uh, after much prayer that it was it, it seemed to be the, the will of the Lord. And so uh, uh, I was an assistant pastor in the church there. And so uh, made plans to, to leave that position and uh, went back over for three months um, in January of this year. And when I came back... Uh, we began our deputation to go over, but just through through uh, the the going and seeing, the Bible says, "Mine eye affecteth my heart," and God spoke to me through those mission trips. You've you've gone on these shorter trips. Tell us uh, about the type of ministry you were involved in in those trips. The the type of ministry I was involved in was a uh, it was international worldwide evangelism founded by Dr. Mike Wells. Uh, he, he began that ministry about seven, eight years ago just by going over and preaching a revival meeting. It, it, it was received so well, and by many pastors there in the area, they invited him to come back the next year, and it's grown and grown. Uh, that ministry, uh, that, that trip that's taken every year in January, is a conference that's held at a usually one of the larger churches just for the being able to house the uh, the pastors from the area that would come and their workers and church members. Uh, it's a time of training for them, and then it's a time of doing as well. We have morning sessions, uh, and then we take the groups out to the public schools and, and put into practice what they've learned about soul winning, um, uh, witnessing, uh, uh, spreading the gospel. And, uh, and then we come back for an afternoon session, uh, back out to the public schools and, and government office jails and uh, places such as that. Also, just on on the street corners, uh, soul winning, street preaching. Then we'll have the conferences at night. Uh, the main uh, uh, the main course, I guess you'd say, uh, just good solid Bible preaching and uh, getting those guys and us fired up about reaching people for the lost and. Uh, that's really what that ministry is about. It's grown. It's actually in Thailand now, and uh, uh, just they just made a trip to Nigeria. They're uh, in Burma. They're in uh, Cambodia, Phnom Penh, Cambodia, 
and uh, there are many requests. Uh, it's just a matter of the logistics of fitting those in and, and having the funds and being able to do it. But it, it was a real privilege to be a part of that. But that's what we were involved in when I, when I went over. You were in the public schools speaking. How did you get into the public schools? Well, a lot of that is the groundwork that's done by the, the hosting pastors or his staff. Uh, of course, they stay in close contact with the staff of, of IWWE. And um, uh, they really uh, uh, do the legwork before we get there. Uh, I do think in the Philippines it helps that we are Americans. They seem to be a, a people that honor Americans. They look up to us. Uh, I think it has to do with World War II and us defending them during, during that time. Then, of course, we you know the history... We, we, we gave the country back over to them, and that stands out in, in most of their minds about America. But uh, uh, it does seem to be easier for us to get into those public schools and, and preach the gospel. Really, it's just a matter of, of going to the, to the principal of that school, and I think she would have to get permission from the administrator over her. Uh, but usually if she, uh, he or she is, is for that, uh, then there's no problem, and they allow us to come in. Uh, we tried it several ways, uh, preaching uh, to the masses. It seems to be better when we can break down into groups. Of course, the first years we went, it was a few of us, and so there wasn't as many to go around, but now it's grown. This past year, it was over 15, 16 people that went, and um, uh, we're able to break down and, and each take a classroom and work it like that. So uh, that's that's basically how we got in who can go on these trips, and how can they get more information about that? Well, you, you would need to, to contact Dr. Mike Wells. He's a, an evangelist out of Grace Independent Baptist Church in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Uh, you can email me at uh, John D. Corley, J-O-H-N-D-Corley, at yahoo.com, and I can get you his uh, contact information. Uh, you'll have to apply, and then uh, he, he would like to have a recommendation from your pastor for, for you to be able to go. Uh, but that shouldn't be any problem. And any, anyone who would like to go and, and can, can do that and, and fill out the application, and uh, their pastor could recommend them to go, uh, they, they work out arrangements. It's, it's kind of like a practicing to be a missionary because, you know, the first year I was working a secular job and assistant pastor. And I went to preacher. Of course, they, the church graciously gave me the, the time off to do that. But then it was a matter of raising those funds. And it was just a, a wonderful thing to see the Lord work uh, even back then. It, it Now looking back at it, it doesn't seem like it was a lot of money. It, it, it is a lot of money but uh, uh, compared to the work that we're going into now. Uh, but... Uh, uh, it was an amazing thing, maybe like those little baby steps of faith and the Lord t- using that to teach us to depend on him. But but God provided and, 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 and has always since then. I know it would depend on how long you were gone and, and the exact thing that you were going to be doing there, but about how much money would it cost to, to make the trip over there? Yes, uh, it, it will depend on on uh, where you're going, and or not really where you're going, but how long you'd stay. If you're going to the Philippines, and that's a good starter trip, I, I would recommend. Uh, you're looking at between twenty five, well, two thousand to twenty five hundred dollars. I'm saying that you know in today's economy, but you know if the price of fuel goes way up, then you know it's going to cost more. The value of the dollar will have a lot to do with that. 
we don't want to go over there and be a burden on those people, the, the, the churches that we're in. They get to come to those conferences free. Uh, we put ourselves up, and uh, they they do a real good job of, of feeding us and taking care of us in that regard. But um, it's really to, to be a blessing and minister to them as opposed to uh, them them uh, ministering to us. But about, about $2,000, $2,500 is what it costs you. Now, that's the ministry you've done in the past. What type of ministry are you looking forward to doing when you get to the Philippines full-time? Uh, I, I will continue to work uh, with IWWE in some capacity. Of course, I'll, I'll be pastoring a church eventually, church planning, but I, I still have a heart to, to work and assist them. I, I see myself in that regard uh, being maybe a front man to kind of set things up uh, for the teams that are coming, arrange the you know the housing and uh, the meals and the, the you know the, helping with the schedule. Uh, but uh, when I'm not doing that, I, I would be uh, uh, pastoring a church. Uh, our plans are to go over and work um, in a in a ministry there, uh, a local uh, New Testament church. For a year, we'll we'll take the language school and uh, really get a, a a fine point put on uh, God's will concerning where we should start the work uh, in the Philippines, and uh, uh, that's what we'll be doing. Do you have a testimony you'd like to share? I remember the first soul that I ever led to the Lord. I'd been going out with a fellow named Brian. We were stationed there at, a, at a Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Uh, he was in the Army. I was in the Army. We weren't, we weren't in there together, but we were going to church together. And uh, they had a group called the Patriots. It was a servicemen's group. Uh, it was for uh, single servicemen, and it was kind of geared toward the single servicemen, but... The, the fellows who, who kind of uh, worked in the thing were, were church members, and, and most of us were married. And so we'd been going out for some time, and I was always a silent partner. Uh, I was listening to Brian as he would knock on the doors and present the gospel. And, and uh, I, I'll never forget, it, it was a lady, I, I do not remember her name. It's been many years ago, but it was. I remember that it was a brick house, and the screen door was closed, uh, or the, the storm door was closed. The other door to the house was open. You could see in the house, and I can remember the rattle of that door as you know they're, they're kind of flimsy and not 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 real sturdy. But uh, as I knocked on it, and I was knocking, and then Brian's going to do the talking. I knocked on the door, and I'm standing there like I always did, had my track in hand so I could do my part, you know, and, and hand the track when after Brian introduced us. But Brian pulled a fast one on me. When she opened the door, she she said, "May I help you?" And he said, yes, my name's Brian, this is my friend John, and John's got something he wants to talk to you about. And uh, I, I, I remember the character in the Bible, I can't remember his name, but his knees smoked together, and uh, that's kind of like I was that day. And the, the Lord's good, because uh, I stammered through that, and I know I did a pitiful job of presenting the gospel, uh, but I'll never forget that lady uh, as scared as I was and nervous when I got through, uh, feebly, uh, stammering and stuttering. After we were through, she bowed her head and received Christ as her Savior. I don't know what became of that, that lady, but I know if she trusted Christ that day, I'll see her in heaven again. And uh, it lit a fire in my soul. I, I, you know, I realized that, well, there's something more important than, than me. And um, all that I really thought was important, there's an eternity. And, and this was something 
I, I might not could uh, pastor a church running tens of thousands or or uh, be a well-known evangelist or, or a missionary that goes down in history, but I could do what I could do, and I, and I could tell anybody how Jesus saved me and how he'd save them too, and uh, that's, that's really stuck with me all these years. How can people find out more about your ministry? You could call me. You could email me. Uh, I'll give you my email address, and uh, I can give you more information. It's, it's John D. Corley. J-O-H-N-D-C-O-R-L-E-Y at yahoo.com or we've got a website it's uh, Philippines for the number four Christ dot org that's Philippines the number four Christ dot org and I'll have a link to your email address and to your website uh, there at my website Missionary Talk so the listeners can go there and, and get that well, thank you for your time, Brother Corley. As we close, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? I'm not a, a, a sage or, or don't consider myself to have attained, but I, I would encourage every person to share the gospel as often as they can. We, we never know who's on the other side of that door or whose hand we're shaking when we, when we talk to them about the gospel. And, and we never know, we may not, reach a potential that would be noteworthy in the eyes of men and of course i don't think we should strive for that anyway but we never know uh, what our witness us being faithful to tell people about christ will do you you never know what god will take those people and do we don't really know what he'll do with us we don't know the end of it but if we be faithful and tell everybody we can about Jesus. Somebody's going to hear. Somebody's going to want to be saved. Somebody will get saved. And somebody uh, will do great things for God because we, we took the time to just tell people what the Lord you know did for us. And I, I would encourage anybody to, to make soul winning a major part of their walk with God. You've been listening to Missionary Talks with David Peach. Please visit us at missionarytalks.com.